Hi, welcome to Sportsy. Let's talk sports. Today we have somebody with us who is passionate about sports. Yes, like all of us. But he's persistent about sustainability and development of sports in Indian context with a global approach. Sports, business, and branding are the three words that excite him the most. Educated to be an engineer, trained to be a marketer, and certified to be a football coach. He loves brands in sports and always on the lookout to understand more and more about the professional athletes. He represents some of the most talented young Indian football players. He has played competitive football and table tennis among the many sports uh, during his college days and school days. Strong believer in number and the sports statistics, a completely moneyball guy. Founded Zlate Sports Management to continue his Indian football team. The book he wrote by the same name. The book aims to take the readers on a fascinating journey of the sport of football through a diverse India and how the sports capture attention of millions of Indians in various regions. Today we have with us an engineer, a marketer, and a weird sports guy, Nikhil Paramjit Sharma. Thank you for liking, thank you for watching, and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sportsy Says, and help us spread the word about Sportsy. Let's talk sports. We go with the same handle, Sportsy Says, across all the social media platforms. Hi, Nikhil. Uh, great to have you on Sportsy, where we talk about sports. And uh, we are a bunch of all passionate people. And uh, when the name Nikhil Paranjit Sharma comes to our uh, comes to us, it is all about passion. Um, <laughs> it is uh, it could be any sport, but I know the the dream of football and football dream is something that is very 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 close to you. So great to have you on the platform. Thank you, Sid. Thank you, Sid. It's great to be here and talking to you. Uh, I'm glad that the name is associated with passion. I I sometimes. Nowadays, I do feel that passion diminishing a little bit, so it's good to kind of understand that it's it's still around. No, but but thing is, there are so many passionate people, but it is very tough to uh, convert passion into profession and make it into career. And that's what the best part about your career, exciting journey, is a passion to profession making into career. Correct. So I think I'm that, still that, work in progress. I'd say. Yeah, it's a WIP till 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 the till the last breath is a WIP, right? It is yeah. never going to be finished work. So uh, for the viewers, we have uh, Nikhil Nikhil Sharma with us. is a uh, is a passionate sports guy, and uh, the only three things that he resonates very well is sports, business, and branding, and uh, that's what his whole career is. Uh, an engineer by by education, marketer by choice, and a passionate sports guy who is working towards the sustainability and commercialization. In yes. sport, because finally, at the end of the day, that's where the money can come, and the moment the money comes, comes the sports grows. So, wonderful journey that we are going to uh, listen uh, to uh, from from Nikhil over the next uh, 30 minutes that we get. Uh, we have with us uh, founder of Slate Sports Management, Nikhil. So, Nikhil, my first question. I'm just shooting directly my first question. How can your journey be so exciting? Just a question. I don't know if it's that <laughs> exciting. It, it it comes with a lot of. Uh... Uh, you know that you have a lot of dreams, and uh, you know as a, as a young kid growing up, you want to do so much in sports. You know that you're not. Uh, you know I've played almost every sport that there is, and I have been average at every sport that I've played. Uh, you know, but I've never stopped trying. I you know so 
similarly i always had a dream i remember you know i was working for cavan care i was an area manager there uh some with some of my colleagues i was driving back our office was in thane and we were driving back to bombay and you know somebody said tu karna kya chahta hai you know so i said <laughs> hopefully one day i want to be in sports management that's the thing that i see myself in and this is possibly 2007 and uh, i i told him that's the only thing i want to do you know in my life if you ask me but of course you know i'm an fmcg manager i work uh, you know i'm an area sales manager at this point in time so you know just carry on dream big i see a lot of young boys and girls us I, i'm very sure our journeys have been very similar to a lot of sports is a business of passion you know if you yeah. don't have that then you're only doing uh, mechanical work and that's right. that's not very exciting we can do other jobs so yeah it's just just been a roller coaster enjoyed every bit of it learned more yeah. a lot and yeah i don't know if it's that exciting i i do tell myself it's exciting no whether if is if i obviously have known you for last 4 5 years and then uh, followed your journey and then the obviously follow your social media and everything that it is exciting and it is uh, un- unless it life is exciting you can't even be writing a book so we'll come to that as well but uh, uh, but yeah but when you said that you played lot of sports and uh, and you in 2007 while working at smcg you thought of you want to be in sports management right what what is sports for you and why do you think that we have so many people who say i love sport i like sport and everything but yeah. they ha- they are clueless about what exactly sports means to them yeah. and why do they want to be there right. so what is that uh, what is sports what is that sports means to you uh you know as a as a young kid we all uh, we all emulate our parents our our father uh we see things happening on on television uh there are various reasons why you mo- might want to follow sport but ever since i was a young child i played a lot of sport with my father you mm-hmm. know he made sure he was a cricketer himself he played for punjab university with some of the the more famed uh, names in in world cricket today most of whom are his friends so when i was younger he you know we we do a lot of one on one sessions and in fun he was not coaching me to become a cricketer but it's just a lot of knowledge that he had Yeah. he was sharing with me you know so he'd always get me nice bats uh you know work on my technique things so i i grew up uh playing cricket and every sport and he was fairly similar he would he would play table tennis he would play badminton he'd play he told me he even played football and he had no idea about you know he was standing in offside in some match <laughs> he scored three goals and people made him a referee as well they thought he must be a really good player so i heard stories from him and you know narrative stories he spoke of all his friends and how they played cricket and how uh, you know his coach desh prem azad he spoke uh, so glowingly of him and that's how i grew up loving sport we are we are from that generation of people yeah. who opened the paper began from the last three pages last last pages yes we, we yeah, never yeah. went and opened the paper samne wali side we always went to the last page and saw and in lot of cases we'd seen that game the day before uh and we still wanted to see yes. how somebody's written about it what's the image that's come out if there's a football world cup if there's uh, something happening in cricket you know rishikesh kanetkar has scored like that last ball or a four and you know yes. you have an exam tomorrow but you don't care you you are in that euphoria of india winning uh and we played our, our parents back then were just my mother especially was was sick and tired of me playing montel night right we would play we would imagine ourselves we would uh, we would 
paint our bats we would you know our shoes and things like those and uh, but i knew i was not good enough at some stage you understand you focused on studies and you're not elite sport is a different animal altogether while everybody aspires to be an elite athlete the sacrifices that you need to make a lot of us uh, urban youth as we've discussed a little time before we struggle with that it's it's something it's not our only life you know we have a lot of distractions we have education so i realized that's not something i'm going to i will be able to do and uh, around that time 2000 2001 you'd see mark mascarenas sachin tendulkar there'd be articles about you know how the uh, how the deals were run what worldtel was doing what's happening abroad you know players moving from one club to the other and it's just we don't have the internet we have only the paper and yeah, anything that you can consume through a sports star or anywhere else you're consuming it yeah. uh, and you dream about it it i maybe to 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 children today or young people today it's not that glorious but for us we were making castles in the air as to yeah. how it seems and you know it's so beautiful at that point in time so i said i want to do sports management and then of course you know you end up doing engineering instead <laughs> and uh, you know and after that i did my mba in marketing at least i knew that's where i i'm going to be yeah. in at an mba school fmcg is you know dream destination that's where i went but all along i kept writing to a lot of people i i said i want to work in the english premier league i wrote to leeds told them i i'm willing to be your retail sales manager and things and most of them never replied and you know uh, some of them did and that was encouraging but that's a constant dream that yeah. stayed with me um so that's really about it that's that's what i do feel nowadays is everybody when you like sports it doesn't necessarily mean you can you can be a sports management professional right. because a lot of it has to deal with business a lot of it has to deal with things that will make you hate sport correct uh, you will at certain point of time not enjoy being because you're you're sometimes your decisions are the first furthest away from sport yeah. you like an athlete but you you know he he plays for your club but times come to say hang on we cannot keep him maybe for monetary reasons or he's not performed that part of sport you don't like but you have to do it because you you are in that position so it's not uh, uh that that's a differentiation that's what we learned through our journey that yeah. uh, you know that's a separate thing but predominantly that love and you know you want to see see sport grow more people play you want to play everybody around uh, that's that's where it stems from all of it the love for for sports overall yeah and uh, honestly speaking i i think i was just listening to it, it it felt like i was listening to my own story uh, while you while you're talking about it but yeah it like engineering happened mba happened the for me it was banking not fmcg right. but right. yeah that is that is where and but i i asked myself this question while i was in the in the us uh, that do i want to be in management consulting forever right. that's why i said no right it was that was that was the calling for sports and it's like nine next next 9 years have been where where it is so uh, but uh, but one really important thing that you said about while growing up is you're playing throughout and your parents were uh, at least your dad was encouraging uh, mom was the mom was fed up but dad was encouraging to play and the biggest problem in currently in india if you look at the world ratio uh, in western world the kid plays approximately 13 to 14 hours a week where the indian average kid play, indian kid plays average 40 minutes a week which is wow. a disastrous number and these are numbers presented by un and everywhere right. so i think uh, uh, the the generation needs to look at that okay let them play uh, 
अच्छे है नहीं है बाद में देख लेंगे एटलीस्ट लेट डेम प्ले लेट डेम बी ऑन द ग्राउंड एंड प्रॉब्ली दैट इज वन थिंग आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू कम टू दैट आफ्टर ऑल द स्पोर्ट्स मैनेजमेंट लाइकिंग एंड लविंग एंड एवरीथिंग यू गॉट एसोसिएटेड यूर सेल्फ वेरी क्लोजली विथ फुटबॉल and uh, that is where uh, the whole the journey exciting journey is for football uh, north east united from inception shillong lajong fc one of the very exciting clubs uh, then being the ceo of anglian amg and then uh, starting your own companies late uh, through your eyes through your lenses how do you see the indian football has grown over last 12 13 years you know the, the simple answer would be when i joined i thought football you know cricket was 1 to 100 and yeah. every other sport began from 101 yeah that's what my assessment was 10 years back i would now say cricket is 1 to 10 and a lot of other sports are now 11 12 13 14 right. uh depending on how you see things in terms of participation football will be top 5 after that top 10 right so you'd have badminton you'd have i think while it's not a sport that's been played a lot on at the ground level but pro kabaddi seen a lot yeah, that league is. really has taken off you'd see a lot of people playing football and football is a sport that was earlier pocket sport in india which means you know northeast pocket bengal pocket yeah. kerala pocket maharashtra kolhapur pocket these are pocket sports you'd see see it springing a lot in metro towns now a lot of schools play it i mean we come from pune so yeah a lot of schools back even 20 years back football football and hockey were the sports yeah. that people played uh, cricket was, not a sport that was very popular in among schools Yeah. Uh, now it is now almost every school plays cricket but if you go back 20 years our schools didn't play cricket we right. we played football hockey badminton a lot of other sports so i i don't you know when you when you join the industry you come with uh, because we've seen world cup happening and everybody now i realize the world cup is a distant dream we are running fast but the world's running faster yeah. also in a certain way uh, culture plays a huge role so if you know latin american countries don't have that kind of money people don't but culture is extremely strong it's like our cricket yeah. you know if you have a 10 year old 8 year old 12 year old all along you know in smaller towns again cricket i think is losing that uh, top tier city charm has has been lost so you'll see a lot of people coming from tier 2 tier 3 cities and they come with like real uh, they're strong people you know yeah. when they, when it comes so uh, the point being that football i'd want to see a lot and lot and lot of young kids playing the sport both boys and girls from there on you know an opportunity for them with clubs or with any kind of organization at the mid level and a lot of a uh, lot of clubs at the top end then you know that pyramid is complete and uh, then we can aspire for more and you will have coaches you will have commercialization media broadcast all those things that you know you and me know that is relatively easier to put into it but that culture and organization of getting more and more kids to play is the tougher part of it and then you know it's uh, but it's grown massively as i said at that time i thought it was there's there's no competition with cricket yeah. the the it was such a big giant that yeah. you'd stand like a dwarf and any other sport in india correct and i think the uh... Uh, it is it's wrong also to compare compare with cricket uh, it's uh, com- cricket the board federation has taken a phenomenal effort to grow right. from where it was like it took 20 years it's like what messi says right it it took me 16 years to become overnight success yes. cricket it took 20 25 years after 83 yes. world cup to like 2003 those 20 years were the massive 
work that has gone into cricket so i think cricket is a benchmark but shouldn't other sports shouldn't compare that True. cricket ke waise hamara kharab ho raha hai nahi i think that's the worst statement anybody can make it any sport yeah worked hard you know the there are lots of things that keep coming up but if you look at how organized they are you know the yeah. kind of money that's flowing into sport and it's not that, that the money comes in and stays there it percolates downwards yes. the the pyramid is really beautiful there's so many academies uh, the pay and play model the elite model has it's it's really well done for you to compete uh, you're fighting against culture and it's very tough and they've right. done it in a very organized fashion with visionary leaders a lot of them yes and uh, so and any kind of sport you should be happy with it you should right. never be upset that they've kind of taken your uh, yes the yeah. media reports more about them but because we we like to read more about exactly. about the sport so yeah. yes i agree it, it it is like gc stores showing the sas bow serials uh, that because people like to watch them they <laughs> do. you know people watch oh. it and we are upset because uh, we don't like it exactly so yeah it's, it's the same analogy probably there so yeah. uh, so so nikhil uh, you worked uh, obviously after fmcg and uh, a stint with uh, ndtv and all like uh, Network I worked 18. with Network 18. Network 18, sorry, not NDTV. Uh, Network 18. After Network 18, uh, you worked with a, a very good ID club, Shillong Lajong, uh, handling phenomenal commercialization and the marketing side of it. Yeah. Then the uh, from the inception with uh, uh, North East United. So one was I League, one was ISL, and uh, for longest time we've been hearing the issues between I League ISL. I don't want to discuss those, but. what do you see that uh, some something uh, between the cultural shift between i league to isl that happened and actually has uh, helped indian football uh, and the probably the growth the visibility that got started getting because of isl yes. how do you see that see uh, isl is a very good media product one yes. has to kind of uh, take into cognizance the amount of work that's gone into marketing and the media value of that product the second one and i and i and i say that quite often is that the 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 value that they've put into organization is incredible yes. simple comparison would be match day organization the amount of work the match day organization of an isl club truly feels world class right or an isl match the one spot where i think the ili clubs weren't focusing a lot was that match the organization that experience for fans of course this year has been yeah this has been year, an yeah. aberration but overall when you went to watch an an isl match in places which you know which have had a lot of audiences it was very well organized yeah. in terms of the look and feel in terms of you know where you're going in by and large the 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 production value of it as we would say in in our in our jargon is maybe 10 times more the then of course there are lots and lots of other professional things that were streamlined your payments you know your your organization of looking after players the players looking after themselves the professionalism of uh, not just on the pitch but off the pitch that it's brought in yes i remember starkly 7 8 years back your off seasons would be really off seasons yeah. you know you you'd possibly be a player would be doing anything that he wants and you know we'd say oh this is two months off right today a player comes back home after an isl season and if he has a contract with the club his schedule is there post 15 days correct he has to start working 
unfortunately our calendar is still a little bit uh, you know not the most uh, Uh, favorable for players because they have a four month break five month break that yeah. break is way too much for a player who needs to play actively it's not that you can train as much but match day matches is something that you can never replicate that match with that same intensity is very tough but by and large i think organization is what there's a huge difference players i think what i league has now become is is a uh, is become they become a player farm a lot of young players coming up can get opportunity to play there because uh, you know from from the sustainability point of view that's how i league clubs are shaping up they're not right. spending a lot of money into paying players they'd much rather bring those players up so you you'd see a lot of young talents uh, talents sprouting up there and they get game time mm-hmm. uh, you know which uh, isl is a more established league there's a lot of stakes uh, on it and so it's it's tougher for younger You see a lot of young players playing, yeah. but you need seasoned professionals to be winning those leagues, yeah. etc. So, both in their own different way have have worked for the system, and I, I'm looking forward to a more robust, organized structure. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a pyramid that can be created. I think it, that is more important. Uh, a tier three, yeah. tier two, tier one, and yes. I think yes. yes, that is what everybody is looking forward to. It's uh, uh, but yeah, I think uh, uh, this year, even though it was it was inside the bubble, the ISL matches went well. uh because again the the goa goa stadiums are also kind of meant for football so you you are more closer to the game yes yes so coming from the, taking this point forward to the the area which you do a lot of work which is sports infrastructure yes which is one of your like core competency you like okay who is the expert let okay let's talk to nikhil um, <laughs> honestly speaking i have heard it from so many people i have known it personally but i have heard from so many people it's That's about really nice uh, yeah it's it's Yeah, it's it's building the amazing uh, turf for Reliance uh, during the AMG days. Uh, from there to Zlate, and uh, you're doing the, some amazing grounds in Bhutan and those kind of scenic places where firstly people want to go as a tourist, and you're yes. building grounds there. So, yes. how, so we always talk about having lack of infrastructure, but personally, I feel there's a lack of application of infrastructure is. Uh, is a bigger issue than having infrastructure right so. so how do you look at sport infrastructure uh, in india and how what do you think that is uh, can be done to make sport more accessible for people having with with a decent infrastructure you don't need a world class every time but a decent infrastructure 100% look let me be honest about it infrastructure is very important but is it the only thing that that stops development no it's not to uh, you're you're absolutely right uh infrastructure has to become more accessible there's you can build all the stadiums in the world and that will still not help talent grow three uh the way i look at infrastructure is we're working in an ecosystem where we want more and more people to play if you want more and more people to play you just got to have good basic facilities for them stadiums to me sometimes become white elephants you build them they're huge you've got to maintain them a lot of money is 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 invested into it instead i would say for a sport that's you know not cricket uh, wherein we have some of the best stadiums in the world and yet you know you'll only have one test match or one uh, match overall international match you can have local matches yeah. here so our focus has been because we worked extensively in football our networks people that we know are such that uh, you know that we are always talking about developing uh facilities that players can use at all levels yeah uh so that's why everybody talks to us our focus is very player focused 
which is different from a lot of other infrastructure companies whose focus is very infrastructure focused for for example their focus will be let's build a turf mm-hmm. we think of it who will be the end user yes where is it build uh, how will the water flow if the water stays the game will not be great we we think of it in a slightly different fashion uh, when we go and we know who we are talking to for example if you're talking to reliance and reliance foundation they want the best of the best of the best yeah. they don't want anything which would be average for their athletes right so that facility will have a brock pad under it so when we talk to people we try and understand what what is the end consumer want a lot of times we are unable to close projects because you know lack of money which people say let's put something which is not expensive i'm not saying put something expensive but let's yeah. put something which is value for money and yeah. also people can use it yes. you know somebody who's playing should not have shin splints should not have knee injuries quads ankles we see that that a lot because there's concrete Correct. a very thin turf rolled over it and people running with studs yeah can we educate players to play with turf shoes yes we can but not all, all of them have three four shoes the young boys and girls who want to play so uh, we try and move in that direction and uh, thankfully we've been lucky enough to get some good partners to get good people so uh, working with them uh, has has brought a lot of joy to meet it almost seems like working in the industry sports industry per se so if it's football making great pitches is the great way of getting lot and lot of people to play my view would be to would be a mixture of so even most of the work that i do uh, sid is is more private you know people building yes. up private facilities um, wherein you can go pay and play now pay and play might not be accessible to a lot of people but in a lot of places this is not expensive you know the hourly rate would be say 100 bucks a person Yeah. Now I understand there will be a lot of young boys and girls who cannot afford that. I wish there could be so facilities which are pay and play are not used all day long. They're used in the morning. They're used in the evenings by people who pay for six. But what we try and build is build in tournaments. We we advise we consult uh, a three sixty degree approach to say you should have tournaments for young kids, you for elders, four to six, and in the morning you could have academies running. which could have a little bit of fees and you can have young kids come and play right. so accessibility is very important we have a lot of facilities which are closed people are spending money there could be good pri- public private partnerships to have mm-hmm. people play i'm trying to reach out to a lot of local authorities and telling them why don't we partner yeah you know you have great places in parks etc which are which are currently just idle or people are playing in not so great conditions i will build a nice turf on it it is it can be used for free through the day between 6 and 10 or maybe uh 7 and 9 in the morning give it to me for commercialization i put lights people will play so i will recover my cost and yet people can play in it so right. these public private partnerships if you know people can be more open about it is the way to open spaces for people to come and play i think it's a pretty interesting uh, thought and i think it's a, it's a more doable thought as well the only thing is people is just have to just open their mind and understand Uh, how do i use the ma- best out of the facility and if i have to use if the turf has to be used for say 8 to 10 hours a day then i need a little better quality of turf and i can't just put a uh, put a yeah. mat a green color mat uh, we there we had we had chip and i think you you would have yeah. uh, he used to i, I used yeah. to keep telling him chip you know in india he's from san francisco usa so i keep te- i kept telling him chip you know it's uh, people don't want to spend so much of money they don't have that kind of money so he'd say we are too poor to spend money twice 
which was such an interesting thing, which kind of changed my view. He said, if you've got to make the payment again after three years, which happens if you put not so great yes. quality uh, Chinese or Asian turfs, not so great quality. I'm saying everybody makes great quality as well. Then you've got to spend again uh, every two, three, four years, which is not wise. Yes. So uh, it's, it, yeah, we, we need to give good options to whoever's playing. It's, it's important. Unfortunately, it's not there, but I hope we can change that around. Yeah. So, uh, Nikhil, on, on the same point that uh, we see one side, we talk about the lack of infrastructure or accessibility. And Northeast has been like a factory for Indian football. Like uh, if you take, uh, take every professional club, probably 40%, 30%, 40 must be from Northeast. Right. Just, yeah, uh, just, a, just a number. And at the same time, uh, we, we feel that Northeast uh, lack infrastructure, but there's a really good infrastructure at multiple places that kids are playing. I've seen turfs, 11-a-side turfs yeah. in most of the places in Northeast where we don't even get to see 11-a-side turf in Pune. Yeah. So uh, those things are happening. So how do you see what is the mindset of the kids growing up in Northeast that actually makes them that really good footballer? And or not the mindset, what is different about that? Uh, there are multiple multiple reasons. Uh, reason number one would be very simple. Uh, my father taught me cricket. Mostly your first coaches are your parents. Okay. Uh, we don't have enough technical, tactical knowledge. Tactical is a different thing. Technical knowledge about football growing up. Uh, you know, we, we didn't have any formal coaches till we reached a certain age. So, you know, your, your father can tell you basic things. Yeah. He can tell you hit it from the side foot, etc. etc. That uh, knowledge is there in Northeast parents. So you, most likely the chance is that your father's already played or your mother's already played. Yeah. So that information is passed on. There's culture of it's, it's not the most richest places around. So yeah. buying equipment is not easy. Uh, there's a culture of football. You know, so any young kid just joins in, just joins in. He doesn't have to have a football. It doesn't require extensive spaces, right? And I, I look at it, think of any small town like uh, Raipur is not small, but look at Ranchi or anywhere else. Every nook and corner, you would have people playing cricket. Correct. You know, any, uh, I, back in the days, you, you had Shivaji Park and that's Bombay. And there'd be like 10 pitches sideways and there's one pitch running through in the middle. Yeah. Similar <laughs> things you would find in the Northeast. Uh, people are just playing a lot of sport. When you play the sport so much, it's like, you know, Brazil in a certain way. A lot of young kids coming through just playing the sport. They find their own solutions. Why are we so good on the onside? Because that's all we've done playing, uh, you know, yeah. rubber ball cricket through the ages. Just hit the ball through the line on the onside. Hand-eye coordination. Similarly, they grow up. Uh, they don't have distractions. Very few distractions. Uh, you know, they yeah. don't grow... Uh, they don't have places to go out. They don't have food that they're eating outside. They don't have the money or the luxury to do so. So football is their only way out of misery. Mm. A lot of them are very strong-willed. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, the, there are clubs there. The infrastructure, the government understands that it's very important that, uh, that we have people play. There's open spaces. In mm. Pune or Delhi today, open spaces are very tough to find. Right. Uh, somebody will make it a shadika hall, they'll build a building there, <laughs> right? So uh, either of those things, or there'll be a restaurant or any prime property here will, will be covered. It will not have, it will not be a playing ground. There you have a lot of space, play wherever you want to go uh, and play. And, uh, you know, overall the, the air is healthier because of the food that they eat, which some of them also eat a lot of fatty foods, etc. But overall their food is very lean. It's nice. They walk a lot. 
they don't they don't hop onto ac uh, cars every now and then so the entire ecosystem in a certain way aids their development mm-hmm. uh, but that that's to say you know a lot of different places are have a lot of different uh, uh, fiber so you know punjab you'd see a lot of young tall players correct strong uh, strong builders are very yeah. strong the kind of food that they eat uh, kerala you'd see a lot of nifty players i'm giving a, it's a very generalized statement but that's you know that, that, that yeah that's and that, those are the pockets that we always talk about right talk the indian about, football yeah. uh, uh, pockets and to, what you have to go and see the younger players in bengal the kind of zeal that they come out with yes. that kind of aggression in a 14 year old 13 year old you will never see but they believe if i don't go through this system then i'm going to you know lurk around in some corner be nothing that kind of passion is very tough to kind of develop and sports is all about that it's the hunger that you have exactly and uh, so so well said and uh, now just taking again a, a small thread from this is uh, in zlet you also manage a lot of uh, footballers uh, yeah. like the athletes young athletes uh, specifically young athletes yeah. so how do you what do you think as what is a what is a athlete manager and what is the role that you play in their journey yes no i think uh, i do question myself why are we athlete managers a lot of times uh, you know we can focus on 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 our infrastructure bit of it and that that's rewarding enough but i think the most important thing i i i say is in sports the most important people are sports people unfortunately at a lot of times they're not you know the best treated around uh, our work and people say it's they're professionals they're professional but you know you and me know everything in the world is supposed to be professional but how professional are things they're not we're we're human beings with with emotions with uh, with with passion with a whole host of things that affect what we do so in that case our our focus is to work with athletes who we feel have potential look mm-hmm. if you don't have potential you don't have the zeal you don't have the right attitude you're not going anywhere if you are if you keep crying you think you're a prima donna you don't want to work hard you want to sit and be lazy and count your money then we are not the guys to work with you right we're not i i don't peddle athletes a lot of uh, you know sometimes it's just a function of uh, transaction we're not a right. transaction based company i of course we work on your contracts we work on a lot of things but we also want to make sure half of our time goes into managing their confidences yes uh, in football you have 11 players playing there's a squad of 25 a lot of players are perennially not playing they have doubts they have their minds are at war they start doubting themselves yes. and that's where we work a lot with them uh, we've had players who not played a lot of football for 3 years and now are on the national team we've never doubted their talent because mm-hmm. you know and they some of them are very confident themselves but we keep working with them uh, through and through uh, then we also manage everything off they have they have families to take care of they have you know other issues we also manage their um, their investments for example uh, a young player coming through uh, we just build a turf for him there's another one from up we are trying to you know uh, see if we could manage he has a lot of land what can be done for him to mm-hmm. to kind of monetize that space so maybe organic farming these are business ideas that we are bringing for them right. to kind of say well you are an athlete but what can you do other than that as well so right. whole a host of services is what you should give uh, unfortunately or fortunately we don't you know that that the time invested versus what you get in return might not be uh, great yeah uh, especially in indian football but i think our our focus is to work with those athletes 
it's adding value to somebody's life and careers yeah and, and at, at the end of the day it is also the satisfaction of doing something good uh, because that is where you're going to keep those uh, people happy really. and uh, uh, it it is like rahul dravid has said right i think uh, making an athlete employable beyond a playing career is one of the biggest issue in india incredible yeah incredibly yeah. tough yeah and that is what if you're talking about uh, do some small course get like uh, uh, do something which is going to help you in your career or as you said they have the land how can you use that land towards making a building a business for them or making them like it's a retirement plan because retirement is going to come at the age of 30 35 it's not going to come at the age of 45 and you never know it might come at 24 you might suffer exactly. the, the most serious injury exactly. uh, you won't believe it but a lot of athletes that we work with somebody's 10th pass 12th pass a uh, few of them would have done graduation we are always encouraging don't worry now you're going home four months why don't you give your first year exams yeah. why don't you give your second year exams and they're like sir we are already professional players i said doesn't matter your mind will open up so you have to educate them saying that once you get educated your mind opens up to so much more that will also help you on the pitch and after your after you finish it might help you as well yeah i think the a uh, lot of uh, athlete like like lot of uh, athlete from south are uh, pretty well educated like well educated. i was talking to sharad and sharad said that one of the best thing happen because of education to an athlete is you have a decision making capacity and stick to your decision that you get because of education true and uh, so i think those are the th- things uh, so uh, uh, nikhil obviously this uh, there are multiple aspects that i can talk about but i just want to talk about the book that you wrote right the, the the indian dream right dream of football so yeah. what inspired you to do that uh, come up with with a book it 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 did pretty well but what inspired you to do that actually i had no idea i never wanted to write a book i am not an author uh, shantanu my co author had written a couple of books and we met briefly at an event and he said i'd like to understand more uh, why don't you why don't we meet for half an hour that meeting went on for 4 hours one of the ideas that came out is you know so much why don't you write about i said look i can know a lot but that doesn't mean i'm a i'm a writer i'm not he said look uh, conclusively lot, not a lot of books have been written about it why don't we we write it it's 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 good to record and i didn't like the idea i said i'm not a i'm a, I'm a <laughs> professional i'm not i'm not a writer i can't write and uh, but eventually he kind of persuaded me uh, he'd written three four books he had a good publisher which is very tough uh yeah. in today's day and age so everything was was good we wrote that book um and then that you know when i started off i would write 200 words a day and by the end of it cancel all of them mm-hmm. uh by the end of it i possibly was even writing 1000 words a day and everything you know seemed i kept most of it we had good set of professionals working so it was actually by accident said i it, it was never intended yeah. but once i grew into it i kept writing i you know we had some uh people to research for us as well good people uh and they it it did well we we i was very happy by the end of it to have written that book um not 100% satisfied i i wish you know if i if i was more established i'd that that, that that gets an author in you now now you're talking like an author i'm not 100% satisfied but uh, i think i'm end- not i mean i you know uh, honestly speaking i wish it could have been better but yeah. you know uh but uh, i think it was Uh, the editors that did a great job the publishers did a great job i, I wish our work would have been I, the the bar is high yeah I, if i it was if i was a writer or you know naturally a writer i think we could have 
done even better yeah, yeah. and uh, so but it's it's a teamwork right again it's it's not one person's job it's a teamwork mm-hmm. that you get into and uh, sage has been a great publisher uh, for so many uh, books fantastic i yeah. i mean i i i don't know how the other publishers are because i have only one book but very good set of people yeah very but, very good yeah but writing india's football dream is something we really really set the benchmark okay i think you should read about like everybody should i i tell my all my mba students uh, that i think you should go and read this book i think there's there's information that you get from a lenses of a person who has been working so that is something very important so i was the, seeing yeah. uh, this tamil movie yesterday about deccanair uh, mm-hmm. and to a lot of young kids it will not make sense that in early 2000s flying was such a huge deal yeah right a lot of young people just don't understand what flying meant today you can go anywhere pick up a flying ticket and fly yeah. but we had not flown for a long period of time similarly today you might think footballs down in the dumps or wherever it is but you know 50 years back it was not the case india were competing on even keel with a lot of people yeah. so sometimes it's good to revisit and say oh wow we were this good uh, you know and how how we kind of you know working that how did football move in india uh, yeah. so all of that it's it's a fascinating read that way to understand what happened earlier yeah i'm i'm sure and uh, that that is really fascinating and uh, i i i've read it so that's why i said i i make sure that my students have to go through that uh, during the all the mba students doing sports that's management really nice yeah so uh, i have uh, last last uh, okay i'll say second last uh, question uh, so my the, the whole topic is uh, say uh, how sports like let's aim sports right aspire inspire and motivate right. what do what do these three words mean to you from making a career as a sports professional sports management professional management. not an athlete right uh, give me the words again i aspire inspire and motivate let's aim sport right so look uh, for anything that you do in life you've got to you need to have some aspiration if you don't have any dream uh, you don't have uh, you don't have anywhere to go then you're not going anywhere you you'll be where you are you're sitting you you know so if somebody wants to be a sports management professional there a lot of dreamy eyed young children today in the world in india everywhere else and young people there as well so you've got to look forward to what do you want to do do you want to help athletes do you want to build infrastructure um, i mean i can i can think yeah. of only areas that we've worked in so i can only think of those things to say uh, you know where do i want what do i want to do in life yeah. what is that goal that i have you know is that goal only for myself let me earn money then you can earn money like yeah. hundreds of millions of ways and then you'll have a little bit of a limitation of what you do because everything that you do is money focused correct or you your focus is i want to get lots and lots of kids to play i want to build facilities that i can play myself or i want to work with athletes who when they grow mm-hmm. uh, you feel the euphoria within some of them don't grow and then you know part of you dies there as well so you need to have that aspiration of where you want to go that's the only way sports and life can push forward everything that you right. do in sports is very linked to life overall and when life we, we i don't mean careers and i don't mean money overall how your life goes yeah inspire is when you you know every time i see somebody doing things new in a better fashion in 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 something that you can learn from its inspiration now you know you've done 50 episodes of your show uh incredible you know it's uh, it seems easy or oh, 50 episodes but for 50 episodes a person has to devote say 1 hour of your time speaking 
and maybe a couple of hours and more than that to prepare and a couple of hours and more than that to talk to people to say will you be willing to come i will send you an email so all of that and that truly inspires me a lot of people do great job in in just that organization i i was speaking to a very young boy a few days back and uh, he's doing a podcast and i was so impressed by how organized he was mm-hmm. now that's just a, a certain part of his life where he's very organized yeah. uh, had his setup had his cameras had a room the studio and i was very inspired by it that you know they really know what uh, he's 1920 Nineteen twenty, yeah. you and me, we don't know where we yeah. be around thinking of, <laughs> you know, what what is to be done, what food can we eat, things like those. So that kind of focus uh, wasn't there. So inspiration can come from anywhere as long as you're looking. You have your ears, eyes open. We were told by bosses that keep your eyes and ears open. Yes. Always do that. You know, make be genuine about sports. You're in this. You're in this field. If you are or you're not there yet, there's the one reason is good. you want genuinely good to happen right. now it doesn't go your way all times but focus on it and do your act should kind of uh will should take the envelope forward or at, at least attempt to sometimes it might not and then of course motivation can be extrinsic and intrinsic mm-hmm. i can do a lot of things because i want to do now that could be motivating to a few people uh i can or you can you can actively like you teach teaching is such a when you go out there you can you can motivate so many people to do yeah. better than what they are doing today of course only 2 3 4 of them will actually take that leap of faith go better than what they are but that's a huge change in things yeah. in sports overall my belief is that uh, there's few things in life that are very pure as sports is it's very meditative even if you're on the business side of things you cannot be untrue to that meditative experience yes, if you are working with sports people he has to be that pure sense when he goes on to the field he can't be you know thinking about money and you know a lot of other things when he goes on to that pitch all the time then you're clouding his thought and similarly for a lot of other people uh, you know we make a turf our our focus we make a a focus on any sports ground is people play people get better i can do a bad job some days uh, which i don't want to but it can happen things happen yeah. but you've got to always go out with a with a with the right intention of doing the right things and then a thing works brilliant if they don't you've got to you know any sportsman has to dust himself and and move ahead you yeah. cannot keep thinking about things so a uh, long long answer to a a fairly simple thing but no I, but i think that is what it is right it is uh, you can't be uh, talking about aspiration inspiration motivation uh, without giving the right meaning to it and i right. think that is what uh, that is what we got because uh, at the end of the day, a lot of viewers are the kids Uh, a lot of viewers are the mba mba sports management the people who want to make career in sports yeah. at the same time a lot of viewers are the parents who are confused whether they how their kids career is going to be as an athlete or as a sports manager True. so just on the closing line what is what is that one thing that you feel that if you get a wand magic wand what change that you will make for indian sport to make it a, making it to a, a sporting nation oh my god that's i, I don't think even a the the thing with sports is uh, magic doesn't help uh, you know it's unfortunate unfortunate that there's no one thing that you can put as an ingredient and sports will develop I, l- i if you ask me one single thing that i think it's culture but culture is so many things yeah you can't just build it overnight yeah uh, you, you look around the world 
we are such a different country every 200 kilometers our language change the way people look how they talk how they behave it changes you can never have a single answer for the entire country i just have more and more people play i wish more and more people just go out and play a lot uh, you know it's that culture again is is tough but if i had actually had yes india let's build so uh, i'd want just kids to play a lot of sport then everything else will take care of them uh, of of itself coaches themselves will identify there are lots of coaches a lot of kids who want to play they will do their badges they will coach them information is so much readily available we didn't have internet uh, today's day and age i want to run a session or anything of that sort all i need to do is see you know a lot of people are doing it you can watch it i have ideas i can i can talk to people i can there's so much that can be done today but the focus still has to be i wish that 40 minutes it it broke my heart when you said that kids are only playing 40 minutes i didn't yeah, know that that's a, that's a fact that's a that's a written fact yeah, so i just want focus. them to play much more Come, just go out on the streets and play it but streets are not safe the way yeah. we we have cars all over we have bikes all over so uh i wish that we played a lot on streets i'm sure you did as yes. well yes yes nobody yes. would be allowed to enter those streets you know they okay. go yeah, from getting... somewhere else they had to take longer routes but those okay. streets were meant for our playing I, that's not the right thing but i wish more and more kids play yeah. so that's one one thing that i would always want people playing uh and then we'd have a lot of work as well uh, because yeah. people are playing we can get organized and do a lot more with the sport so that's yeah. it wands yeah. i don't know magic wands don't help in this case uh, yeah I, and uh, yeah it is, it is it is just a way it wishful. is like uh, we want people wishful thinking right so not magic wands so wishful thinking yeah. and uh, a last one again once one word answer if you can get give me beyond passion what is one quality that takes a sports manager ahead in his career i would i mean uh, organization you have to be very organized i i'll take a couple of more words look for solutions a lot of people keep crying and cribbing about things look for solutions yeah. be organized um be persuasive there is nothing as good as determination in a human being mm-hmm. if you think if you if you are very passionate about something and you think the idea is good you have to be have a rational don't have mad ideas and keep yeah. pursuing them but try on be persuasive be keep going at it be bull headed about things uh, it, it takes some time excellent i think the this sums up the whole exciting journey the question i asked you first i think it sums up the whole thing uh by, by, at at the end and uh, that is that is what I, i if i'm not wrong that is what i heard from you being about how you have shaped your journey beyond passion about being being a hustler being persevering having a solution to it and not thinking about the problems Yeah. I think uh, that is wonderful talking to Nikhil. I think this can this chat with you can go into multiple episodes in one season. But I think uh, with with the time we can. <laughs> no, you will not have as many viewers. I wish you know. I I I give longer answers, so it's not that great. But thank you so much, Sid, for having me over. I I loved my chat with you. No, I wonder wonderful and uh, really fun talking to you and uh, looking forward to connect again. Absolutely, all the very best. Thank you. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for liking. Thank you for watching, and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sportsy Says, and help us spread the word about Sportsy. Let's talk sports.